Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. We're talking today about data breach trends, and we're talking with Mary Monahan, Managing Partner and Research Director with Javelin Strategy and Research. Mary, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me. Mary, what data breach trends have you noted so far in 2009? I know this is something that Javelin pays a lot of attention to. The fraudsters are definitely taking advantage of website vulnerabilities. This is a common trend that they've been taking advantage of these website vulnerabilities and they're identifying them over and over and over again to download packet sniffers, open back doors, and offload credit and debit card information. That's definitely a trend that's uh, that we did see beginning in 2008, but it's really ramped up in 2009. Well, how would you say the breaches are trending differently, if at all, this year from last year? Are there more? Are there fewer? Are they different? Well, we what we're seeing is the criminals are moving up the food chain. Uh, they're going after, you know, last year we saw them um, at the restaurants, <laughs> this year they're at the processor, the, the, the restaurant processor. So they're definitely moving up the food chain. The Heartland breach with $130 million, $130 million credit and debit cards, um, it's a lot bigger breach. So they're taking what they're learning at the smaller breaches and moving up that food chain. Using the same same types of methods, but refining them as they go along. So last year, they where we might have been able to find that packet sniffer, now they're learning to uh, erase traces of the sniffer on the on their computer programs. So clearly, they're getting smarter and they're aiming higher. Definitely. It begs the question, what's next on the food chain? As you say, we saw sort of the restaurants and the institutions targeted last year. This year you see Heartland. I mean, what would the next Mm -hmm. logical targets be? Well, I would think the next logical target, if they could get in, would be the card networks. So that's where they're aiming. That's where the the largest amount of data would be. So that's, that's where they're headed. So it always comes back to the old adage about bank robberies. You go there because that's where the money is. Exactly. You know, and, but the, what we're also seeing, and um, this will be new, <laughs> is that because there's so much data being stolen that they're going to have to kind of change their – we see them changing their targets. So because there's so, much, so many credit and debit card numbers out there that this data is becoming less valuable. And so they're going to start targeting other types of information. Interesting. So the stuff that they're devaluing their own work. Exactly. And so what they what we'll begin seeing, we believe, is more targeted pin thefts. So they've learned how to decrypt pins. We saw, and now they're going to be targeting. We believe we'll see more pin thefts. Now, specific to banking and banking institutions, what are the types of things that the institutions need to watch out for this year? Well, and that's just what I was explaining. The pin theft is going to be big, I think. So they're going to have to watch out for that. Um, be much more careful of, you know, teaching their customers to guard their pins. They're also going to have to be looking out. And we saw with um, 
that uh, we also saw uh, redirect um, has you know recently happened with five million consumers. So with a financial institution, so we have to be careful about those as well. So to make sure that we are you know looking at things like EVSSL. Um, you know, and then teaching consumers to look for EVSSL as well, um, because we've seen that SSL is easily broken. And so we're really, at Javelin, we're really encouraging financial institutions to set the bar high and to go with EVSSL now. Now, for those that might not know what you meant when you were talking about redirect, Mary, could you explain that, please? Well, where the consumer thinks they're at the bank site, but they're actually redirected to a site in, in this, in the, where it happened, um, they were actually redirected to a, a, they were at a bill payment site and they were redirected to a site in the Ukraine, and it was actually, you know, uh, the site of the criminal site, and so they were getting, stealing their information as they logged onto their bank site, what they thought was their bill payment site. So it sounds like what you're saying is, one, the institutions need to up the ante on the security measures that they're offering, but two, it sounds like you're also saying they've got to increase the awareness that that they're offering to customers. Yeah, it's, it's a two-pronged approach. I mean, banks, financial institutions are going to have to be very, very stringent, and, they, and they, they tend to be so, but they're also going to have to include educational efforts on the consumer end as well. Because both sides have, you know, phishing we've seen has worked in the past and we're in now redirects. We're going to have to use both sides operating together as well as, you know, using our, you know, whatever we can to fight these criminals. Because they're getting, they are getting more and more sophisticated and they, their websites are looking more and more like the real thing. So we're, we're going to have to work together to, to bring them down. Now, the same question regarding government agencies. We saw a massive denial of service attack over the 4th of July weekend. What are the things that, that government agencies need to be looking out for in terms of breaches and, and risks of breaches? One of the things we, we've seen a lot at Javelin is that there's been a, it sounds kind of almost um, intuitive, but We've seen a lot of breaches happening in the government level where it's information is being taken off-site or by third parties, and even just in a um, thumb drive or you know uh, easily you know anything coming off-site, and this information isn't encrypted and it's lost or stolen, and then it's and then they've got all this. Data, so so just protecting information that's going off-site or that's in third-party hands for the government is very important. Getting away from the social security number as much as possible when they don't need to use it for you know if, if it's just being used for identification, oftentimes it doesn't need to be used. Um, if it's for payment payroll or something like that, it does need to be used, but many times we're using the social security number for identification. We need to get away from that. And we see that, you know, uh, educational institutions that used to use the 
social security number are now moving away from that, but we still see breaches happening. Same thing with banks that are have been using it for identification or moving away from that, and the government also needs to move away from that for identification purposes. There's absolutely no need, and many times people are collecting it. Uh, you know, I went to a doctor's office and they asked me for it, and there's no need for it. For identification, there's absolutely no need for it. And that, if you, if once that type of information can be used to open new accounts, and that's the hardest type of fraud to, to detect. So, you know, we really got to get away from that. Mary, given what you know, what breach trends do you think you're going to be tracking as we go into 2010? Well, well, we want to see what's going to happen with, the, you know, the, if there's going to be uh, any increase in insider breaches because of the economy. We're interested to see if that has any um, effect. Curious as to what other breaches are out there that we don't know about sure. that may come out in the next few months. So that... I'm still, I think there's a lot of breaches out there that we don't know about. So we're going to be tracking that trend, I think, into 2010. As you see, many of the breaches that are coming out this year happened back in 2007, 2008, you know, and so I think the breaches that are, that are going to be coming out in 2010 are actually going on right now. Yeah, it's fair to assume that nobody's retired and they're living off what they've done in 2008 and seven. That's true, and I, I think many of these breaches, what's interesting is how long they can go on without being detected. Now, you mentioned the insider threat, and I'm curious, at Javelin, have you detected an increase in insider breaches this year, which I guess we would attribute to the economy? We haven't detected it this year, but we're, that's what we're wondering about for next year because we're thinking with the economy that individuals may be more likely because they're, you know, losing jobs, uh, they may have less loyalty to their company if they know they're going to be losing their jobs. So we're we're interested in tracking that trend. Mary, one last question for you: For organizations that mm -hmm. are concerned about breaches and are concerned about what you're saying about the fraudsters getting better and their their uh, mechanisms harder to detect, what advice do you give them to protect themselves, whether they're merchants or they're institutions or government agencies even? Well, I think. The best advice is that they need to concentrate on their own security, and it's not, you know, they can't be doing a security theater type operation where they're trying to get maybe PCI approval and being PCI compliant for just the day that they get the approval. They need to, they need to keep systems in place and be even more secure than minimum requirements. So it's going to be an ongoing battle, and it's a day-to-day -day battle. So right now, we know that there's a special vulnerability in websites, that that's the way they're getting in, and they're getting in through the websites, and we need to be looking at your website coding, making sure your payment applications are up to date and are, are compliant. And that's probably going to be the best way to keep these criminals out at the moment. So in other words, just because you're secure today doesn't mean you're secure tomorrow and you've got to be vigilant. <laughs> no, they're always going to get in a different way. 
we've got to stay vigilant and always, you know, always keep all the doors locked. Very good. Mary, I thank you so much for your time and your insights today. It's always a pleasure to hear what you're looking at at Javelin. Well, thanks a lot, Tom. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you, to you as well. We've been talking to Mary Monahan, Managing Partner and Research Director with Javelin Strategy and Research. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.